0: The Puritan's Guide to Fall Song's Guide.
1: We're new Puritan, Maelstrom, Cook, Run.
0: Tonight's song is... uh,
1: The the grotesque peasants of the 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 land. And deep down inside you know everybody everybody wants to like big companies. Bands send tapes to famous names. Male slags, male slates.
0: All right, New Puritan. Um, so let's see. There's two main versions of this song. Uh, one. So is it? I can't remember. Is it Totals? How does he like Totals turns?
1: Totals turns. Is
0: it Totals or Totals? I can't remember how he pronounced it, and I've oh, I, I, I forget to, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh well. Wow. So there's the uh, practice room version. Yeah. On totals, totals, and uh, we'll go with Totals because it's got the E. Yeah makes it sound fancier. Proper. Yeah. Um, and then we got the... There's the Peel Session version. And both of those were released in 1980. So the Toys version basically is like a boom box. Yeah, it sounds or, horrible. Yeah, it's really bad and it lasts for like a minute and a yeah. half. <laughs> and then the Peel Session version is just this like steadily building tension-filled riff that keeps repeating and repeating yeah. for like 9 minutes I think it is something like something that 7-9 like yeah. something like that um, with and both with uh, Mark ranting over the top it's just that the horrible sounding version is a little harder to hear <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the hell although he does say something like you gotta go back to that first part Tell them what riff to play. Yeah, there's that's what yeah that's the main part I remember. Um, uh, but so I, I was telling you before we started. So I was just going to talk about something completely unrelated.
1: Yet related to get in.
0: Yet, to get, yeah, yet related to get into the song. Um,
1: which is very fall like.
0: Exactly. It's like I've listened to Marquis e. Smith before. Um, so first, yeah, so. Also, maybe next time I'll set up the room so we don't have to like turn our head to look at each other. <laughs> uh, so, so when I was thinking a new Puritan, uh, I was thinking I was thinking of Puritans, but also uh, the movie in Britain is called Witchfinder General, and mm. I believe in the U.S. it's called Conqueror Worm. It's uh, Vincent Price as. Um, I forgot his name. Oh, Matthew Hopkins. Matthew Hopkins. Who so was basically called the Witchfinder General. Okay. Who um, went around, you know, finding witches. He did, the like, the the swim test. So, you know, like, throw the person in, and if they sink, it's a witch. And if they drown, oh, it wasn't a witch, but right. <laughs> they're dead. So he was, he was like, a swim test person and, you know. Yeah. All that good stuff. But uh, but anyway, so there's a movie that has Vincent Price in it. And I was thinking, and it's part of this genre of movies that is quintessentially British and quintessentially seventies, mm-hmm. called folk horror. So there's *Wishfinder General*, but there, and then there's *Blood uh, on Satan's Claw*.
1: Ooh, I don't know that one either.
0: So that one, that one's an interesting one where it's like seventeenth century, and somebody accidentally. Um, <clears throat> also has a really awesome soundtrack. Uh, with a,
1: yeah, I would hope yeah. so with a title with a yeah, movie yeah, yeah. title like that. I better. know, yeah. but
0: uh, but so you know, one of the peasants uh, is plowing a field and n- knocks up a skull, and then all of a sudden, all the teenagers around the, the village turn into Satanists and do crazy Satanists. You know? Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> we watched it. We watched it not too long ago because I actually had the soundtrack for years. <laughs> it showed up on like I don't know, Prime or something, you know. Yeah. So it's so it's on Amazon Prime, so you can I think still well, probably. So yeah. I'm going to
1: find it though.
0: Yeah. So so watch it, but we watched it like for, for uh, it was around it was around Halloween this year, I think okay. we watched it. Um but yeah, it was it was it's just one of those like 70s horror movies where like it's kind of iffy. There's some rape scenes. Ooh, Okay. You know. There's one scene where I'm hoping the girl was at least 20 where she, like, gets naked in front of a preacher, and I'm just like, wait! That's... I hope she's playing a teenager! <laughs> anyway, I it's think a little
1: looser there in England or something. Yeah, Jesus. Well,
0: you know, the 70s. Everything, everything was... Yeah, it, you Pretty know, and that was uh, fucked up.
1: There was that there was those movies. Oh, and there was the
0: wicker the man. The wicker man, but then yeah. there was the
1: whole like strain of television. That's being made around that time. That's sort of dipping into those same... Right. ...themes and same storylines and, and...
0: And some of it was, like, science fiction Yeah, some yeah. was more
1: science fiction some was more, you know, uh, horror... You know, burgeoning on horror, as, as horrific as they could get on, on television. Yeah. And, I you know, you think about, like, all the bands that are were in the... Signed of Ghost Box records, like, early on. Yeah. Or, like, broadcasts. Like, they were sort of very influenced by the feel of those films and the soundtracks to those films exactly. especially
0: what is that stuff called what is like, hypnagogic uh, is it
1: hypnagogic oh i think hypnagogic? that was hypnagogic. is that how you say it i'm not sure
0: um that might uh, um, and, but, oh hauntology hauntology that's what so it is yeah because yes. it was it was like mark fisher and um, yeah 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 what's his face simon Reynolds. there you go yeah yeah <laughs> One of these days, I'll remember people's names. Um, so, hauntology, but yeah. I think it was all hypnagogic. Like, I think that was part of it. It was part of it for sure. I think it got, yeah. like worked. But he,
1: it. I think that's he, like Mark Fisher, I think is what coined that the that. the uh, I think so hauntological ontolo- pop or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. So, and then, I think
1: so. You know, there is a, a strain going on in modern, both British and uh, even I think some American films and tv shows trying to tap into that same thing
0: yeah so i was so i was telling you i watched uh a field in england right which is definitely folk horror Mm -hmm. plus uh you know el topo or something like that (laughs) (laughs) um but he's definitely but that's definitely a takeoff on on folk horror right um but and then the, the there's the american film the witch, or yeah. as I like to call it, the v-v-itch.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just watched that very recently. And yeah, it's really. I really like. I thought it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Melissa,
0: Melissa hated it, but yeah,
1: it's one. Of, I'm glad that my wife didn't watch that with me because the whole she scene was kind of like Neh. where they were. She was like making the the thing out of the dead baby right. and rubbing it on herself. I'm like, yeah, my wife would have checked out by, <laughs> by that
0: point. Sorry, my wife <laughs> uh, was more like. Uh. I just don't care. She just, all she right it kind of boring and didn't see what the big deal was. Okay. But I thought it was pretty good. I really liked um, it, yeah. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. So, I, w- yeah, so you've got those. And I think the one thing that I wanted to bring up is, like, uh, within folk horror, like, th- there's obviously, you know, big green countryside in England. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, paganism and... and Religion, thwarting of religion of of non pagan religions. Right. But the big thing is like, um, and and this was part of a Guardian article, which I thought was interesting. Um, basically that, uh, the group in folk horror, uh, the group wins. There is no individual. Like the individual in folk horror is defeated by the group. Exactly. So, um, and. And this is actually from the Guardian article called uh, Cults, Human Sacrifice, and Pagan Sex. <laughs> how, how Folk Horror is Flowering Again in Brexit Britain. I wrote that down just so no one thought I was making this up. But uh, <laughs> this was the la- the last paragraph. Is The pagan rite we are witnessing is the film itself, which is The kind of violence towards the individual from the group. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're making, they're trying to wrap it all up in in the sense of Brexit. So a sense of complicity was always part of folk horror. The killing crowd in these movies is us. So that's how the article ends. And it's a pretty good article and it covers, you know, a bunch of good stuff. But basically, what it's saying is, you know, the group over, like, takes over the individual always. Mm -hmm. And uh, and everything basically involves the watcher or the listener in a way. If you look at it from a Brexit perspective, or you know, <laughs> at least the newer versions, especially like *A Field in England* or *The Witch*, uh-huh. or uh, *Kill List*, which I was telling you, yeah. another weekly yeah. is another folk horror film, and that's very much like the end of it is very like the group defeats the... Have you seen it? I have not seen that one. Okay, so yeah. I'll just say that the end of the film is the group beats the individual and it's very folk horror-esque and wow. very much like... I, it's, yeah. It's so, it seems like, on a, on a tangent, it seems like Wheatley is very into putting together... Th- five genres within <laughs> yes. Okay. I so, don't think, yeah, anyway,
1: we, we can talk about that offline with this, yes, but yeah. I feel like Hereditary kind of had some elements of that yeah, as well, you know? Yeah, it did, yeah. Just fa- just falling in with this group of, you know, demon worshippers, you know, <laughs> yeah. and defeating the, the, the poor individuals in this poor family.
0: Yeah, the group, or, like, what I was thinking was in the American version, like, the witch, uh, it's it's kinda it's it's definitely pagan like witchery, but also yeah. the group the family as it's as a whole is subsumed by the witches. Yeah. So like and family fam- doesn't hold up within yeah. the American version, it seems like. Well within hereditary and like that kind of stuff too.
1: Yeah, but in The Witch, it was, you know, this one family breaking off or being cast well, out true. by this other group and sort of trying to survive on their own and, and, and then getting subsumed by this other group, or at least one right. of them did. Right, right. Um, that's true. But, yeah, Hereditary, I don't know. That, that was, you know, it seemed like, I think, like, having the main character in Hereditary, the Tony Collette character being an artist, I mean, that's supposed to be, like, you know, the purest, you know, expression of individual right. expression. And, yeah, you know, that got completely... Thrown asunder by Hail Paymon.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a gr- that was an awesome movie. Uh, really so anyway, so yeah, basically all awesome <laughs> movies. But what what the reason I bring up folk horror f- with New Puritan is because uh, Mark in his lyrics, and this is the first thing I wrote for this before uh, even the folk horror aspect, was that uh, this is Mark as puritanical judge and as judger of Puritans throughout the song. Right. So he's constantly, like, calling himself a Puritan and calling you a Puritan while listening, telling you, like, you know, (laughs) coffee table (laughs) albums or shit. Yeah. Or whatever.
1: Um, Yeah, it's funny, because I was thinking, in relation to his reference to Gene Vincent in this one. Oh, right. He has such very specific taste musically. Uh, I never really got the sense that if he paid attention to any modern music it was very piecemeal and that he didn't have a lot of patience for anything that was really happening outside of a few acts. And I mean, especially towards the end of his life when... You know, he's like throwing bottles at Mumford and Sons and they're practicing on a festival stage and right. and but then like praising Sleaford Mods and stuff like that. So right. you know, he's
0: paying attention but Well Sleaford Mods sounds like the fall. Well, that's
1: part of it. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that must be part of it, like someone said, Hey, these guys are ripping you off a yeah, little bit. Yeah. And it, it, he must have paid attention that way. But, you know yeah, he you know, all the cover songs that they did outside of like you know, the Kink song or they did a Lee Scratch Perry one, but all the other ones are like these old fifties and sixties yeah, garage definitely. rock and rockabilly <laughs> tunes.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well and even like There's a Ghost in My House is like not even that. It's some weird sort of poppy tune. Yeah, it, some weird sort of you know, novelty ish record. Same yeah. Era. Yeah, exactly. Like, so,
1: so I don't know. So yeah, I <laughs> feel like he almost takes on that which which is what I think he's getting to in this song. He sort of takes on that Puritan role of like this is what I think rock music is and should be is a sound like this even though I don't know even though he didn't I don't know he didn't get that puritanical with the music as the band went on he kind of you know left himself over to the whims of whoever he was playing with yeah definitely where you know, you know Dave Bush is bringing in like techno elements in the 90s and the early 2000s and then like the last group that he had was a very kind of you know yobbish kind of rock group (laughs) right and so they're
0: they're just pretty straightforward like rock stuff yeah yeah
1: um yeah and even you know bricks bringing in a more like poppy poppy very catchy very chart thought thinking of the charts
0: (laughs) yeah exactly so and I I think that also um well uh to go back to the to new Puritan the song I would say like because I was thinking of both versions of the song the uh the uh, practice version and the peel mm-hmm. session. So, for me, like the practice version is like kind of a big middle finger or f- f- the British equivalent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Two fingers up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: To the to the listener of uh, being like, oh yeah, you know, listen to this, you know, get whatever. Uh, <laughs> like, it's, it's definitely just like we Will make it sound as shitty as possible, and then yeah. we'll put it
1: out. You hardcore fiends.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they had, well, they had put they had put out a, uh, yeah, whatever, Dragnet before this, right? And then the rest of the album's like a live album for the yeah. most part, right? So they yeah. um, had
1: singles out before that, and yeah,
0: know. I mean, it wasn't so. Yeah, who knows why.
1: So yeah, is he like calling out his fans for being too fanatical about the group at that point, even though they were still relatively young?
0: I don't know. That's a good question. Or is it just more of a the sound of things? So if Dragon right. is like, so if the first one, if the Witch Trials one, back to Folklore. So yeah. uh, if the Witch, if Live at the Witch Trials sounds. Just as good as any other album mm-hmm. made for that amount of money. Well, probably better than some of the I th- think so. punk rock stuff. Yeah. And then Dragnet's all weird and run together and smeary. Yeah. Seems to be the way that people, <laughs> dis- which is totally correct, because there's nothing like, there's nothing individual about. You can't hear all the individual instruments like you can at Live of the Witch Trial. Exactly. Like, it's all stuck together. It's just a mush. Yeah. But a good one. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. But but at this but then at this time he's got the home demo version of some song. <laughs> Which is not only smeary, but just sounds like shit. And you can't really hear what he's... I mean, you can hear what he's saying, but, you, you know...
1: Yeah, it's really difficult to parse out, which is why having lyrics for this one is really fascinating to see. Yeah, like, Does yeah. this make
0: sense? <laughs> no, totally. Yeah. But um, So so you've got that. But in, then on the appeal session, it sounds like everything is ramped up, and it sounds like a horror soundtrack, because it's just... To me... Yeah. Like, it's definitely... There's so much anxiety within that riff <clears throat> and they're just playing it over and over again. Yeah. And and like ninety eight percent of fall songs there's basically two riffs within the song that they go to. <laughs> yeah. But they're both like very anxious. <clears throat> it's just that the main riff is like the dan it, like it's the descending thing is like, you know sounds like you're falling in a horror film. Right. Basically constantly. Um so I, I just thought that was awesome. I mean definitely my the my favorite version is the peel session version. Yeah, me too. Um but I find I find the other one interesting. And I also find it interesting that it's not it could be on some of the s- live albums that got released at some point, you know. I know they released like a bunch of live albums yeah, there's towards a the ton end there end of out there. Um but I'm pretty sure the peel <laughs> version was it for a while. Like, well, yeah. no. Well, the totals version, but the Actual rock song version of the song was that. that's the way you could hear it. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I
1: the thing I, uh, that I like and and get frustrated with about Marky e. Smith is how he was very uh, wasn't very precious about the sound of his band. Right, As, you know, uh, he was willing to put out like shitty you know boombox recordings or release like you know cds of his albums that were mastered from vinyl copies that clearly have skips in them you know (laughs) stuff like that you know and and then even like the solo thing that he did he was fucking with his voice and fucking around with the sound and everything and and would do that on stage too like messing with people's amps and stuff and you know (laughs) uh so he had that very experimental this bent um but so that's why i yeah I don't know. I could go either way with this song, like either version, but uh-huh. you know, that's me, but, but you know, for pure listening sake and really digging into the, the lyrics, obviously the peel session version is the one, cause he gets deeper lyrically and you know, it's a lot clearer to just understand. <laughs> yeah. Simply. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here, uh, we're at like
0: 20, probably. Well, we talked a little bit, so we're at like 20 minutes. Yeah. So anyway, do you want to talk a bit about lyrics? Yeah, sure. Stuff? Um, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't write anything down. There's always great stuff. Uh, every every I well one I always think he's saying you puritan, not new puritan. Yeah. But every but it, everybody always writes it down as new. I I, I know that, that that's the title, but but again like that's I, I'm a, pretty sure he's saying you puritan yeah, half the time because yeah. that's and what it's about. Yeah, and I, he <laughs> he
1: you know he's a great. Poet in that way, where he's fucking with the language as he's singing these songs, definitely and definitely. especially for the Peel version because he's doing it ostensibly live in one take. So right,
0: know. oh, you would think maybe I don't know. No, 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 no. Well, maybe yeah, but this one has the send in the clowns, clam- <laughs> <Adams>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I had forgotten about. Which everybody always thinks that like they cut something out, but if you watch him do something live. He will just cut off a fucking word in the middle and then, like, let the band play for five minutes and then end it. Like, you know? Yeah. And so, and also, I don't know if it's my speakers at work or something, but I swear I heard, like, during him stopping, he does one of those mouth click things (laughs) (laughs) that he does all the time. Yeah. He just like that, and so... I could be completely wrong it could be just what i was listening to <laughs> but i don't been, know i
1: have to I, I listened to it a few times today but i don't remember that but i wasn't yeah. paying attention to it so right for it so now i'm gonna have to listen yeah it. listen yeah.
0: to it and let me know uh what you think but i've i just totally forgotten about that yeah um, because i i found that fascinating because it's just such a way of like <laughs> just such a mark e smith thing to do
1: but um i like the idea of of you know what well, they're talking about in the, the annotated false about that being, you know, the song that they play after Last Orders in a bar. Just be like, you know, right. get your drink in it now because once the song's over, you're out. You know? Yeah, exactly. Which <laughs> so is a great, a great choice for a song to do that, to send people packing uh, in a pub. It's
0: better than some of the shit I used to have to hear whenever they closed down bars. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, I think the, one of my... F- Favorite things is like, well, definitely from the uh, the P.O. version, but you know, I think it's probably the uh, all hardcore fiends will die by me, all decadent sins will reap discipline. <laughs> what <laughs> then's like new Puritan? This is the grim reefer, the grim reefer, yeah. So it's just like these, these kind of ridiculous um, takes on words. And you know, did so he hate weed? I doubt it I mean well I mean, He was a big pill guy Wasn't he like, he's big I think amphetamines. So. I think he was big Into amphetamines And I'm sure we've Mentioned that many times But um From what I <laughs> From what I can tell it's He was big into right Beer now. and pills Yeah Um But At the same time Like I don't know I don't remember Reading in any books Where like he fired Someone for smoking dope No I wouldn't think so It seems like He probably would have But maybe not I don't know But I think it just goes with the whole like Puritan thing like, Yeah The grim reefer Like <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> it's I guess a, it
0: wasn't during the During the uh, just say no period It's a really and, stupid <clears throat> but, but pun yeah. you know? and It is a dumb pun <laughs> But it works really great <laughs> Yeah with all, with all the stuff that's going on in the song You know Your star karma gem and stuff like that So yeah it's just like um, I don't know there's, there's lots of ridiculous puns going on in this song. Well, like, yeah. All over the place. I just... <laughs>
1: out of hovel, come coven, come oven. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that doesn't sound good. That's terrifying. Uh, coffee table LPs never breathe. <laughs> yep. That one's good. <laughs> the self-copulation of your lousy record collection. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty hilarious because, you know, if you're having to deal with a bunch of punk rockers... So, here's another stupid thing I'll, yeah. ra- I'll randomly throw out. So, Do whenever it. I was in high school, uh, I may have talked about this, but I think I've always cut it out. So, uh, <laughs> I had a... I, I watched Night Flight a lot. Ooh, so, that's so did I. I, yeah. Okay, so that's how I got into things. Was like, Totally. You, you could, yeah. And if you don't know what Night Flight is, Google it. Anyway, so... It's back. Yeah, you can yeah. actually sign up for it. Yeah. I keep getting... There was... Back in the, like the early aughts, some guy was selling DVDs of it. I remember that, I almost yeah. bought some it so many times, I always had to talk myself out of it. Anyway... Right. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, Night Flight. So, and then I had a teacher mm-hmm. in the podunk school where I went who... Uh, I had a black flag sticker on my trapper keeper or something <laughs> as a freshman and uh, he was like oh I have one of their seven inches it's <laughs> like well it's a seven inch yeah well more I was just like wait he's my teacher and he knows who black flag is right and so it's just a little weird it turns out like uh, mr. B I won't I won't use his actual name because uh, we don't do names here <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> He he had seen, like, the Sex Pistols, and he would seen, like, oh, okay. every group ever, so he had made me, like, a tape at some point mm-hmm. with, like, a bunch of those 70s bands. Not the Fall, but he was a Fall fan. Anyway, one of the bands on there was uh, Para Ubu, and I was a huge Per Ubu fan and have been since then. Yeah. But all of this is to say, I thought they were punk rock. I thought everything on there was punk rock, and it had, like, you know... Generation X, but he also made me tapes with, like, you know, uh, oh, shit, uh, Gang of Four, or, Mm -hmm. you know, John Cooper Clark, or, you know, (laughs) like, all these different people who get stuck with post-punk. Right. Not-punk. Ubu never wanted to be called punk, because they actually came out before all that stuff, and then they got called post-punk. Yeah. So... When I realized, when it it came up to, like, Simon Reynolds saying, Mm. no, this stuff's post-punk, and then I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense, but I always thought it was punk rock. Yeah. So, back in the 1980, when this comes out, and you're having to deal with a bunch of punk rockers who are listening to uh, the Sex Pistols and not understanding why everything's... Or even oi bands or something like that. Oh, totally. And you're in the fall doing ridiculous shit. I could totally see how someone who... Wants to say "fuck you" to everything. Would do something like the uh, <laughs> home demo version of a song and like the live versions yeah. of these of this album. And I have no idea if, uh, how I started on that rant it makes sense now that I've ended it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty Marky e Smith thing. To yeah. Do. But, it's uh, a- but but I think I think that that's kind of the thing too. It's like this whole thing is very much like oh, you want to be a punk rocker, well, here, try this on for right or something, Yeah, right? Does that and make sense?
1: Yeah, it, do, okay. it, it does. And, you know, that, that line of the, you know, self-copulation of your record collection, it just, you know... That's, just, what, just that's how, what started it. Yeah, yeah that's how goddamn samey a lot of those bands were, because it was like, you know, oh, we're, you know, that band sounds like that, now we have to sound like that. Right. Rather than, you know... I, I think so much gets made about the, the, the idea of, like, the Sex Pistols and... The indie labels at that time opening people up to do whatever they wanted. Like, oh, we can put out our own records and now we can just make this crazy shit that we love and and have wanted to record. And now we can do it. But I think there were, I'm sure there were a lot of bands that came around after the Sex Pistols that were trying to sound just like the Sex Pistols, which is, I think, how we got Pub Rock.
0: Right. I would, yeah. I'd, because I'd I think a,
1: there's a thin,
0: I think I think it's that's, cord connecting those those it,
1: genres. Yeah, I think so. The Sex Pistols version of punk, anyway. You know. Yeah,
0: well, and then that became punk rock in so many people's eyes. Yeah. Like that idea. Like the Clash weren't considered punk rock. Well, ugh, probably because they were also on a major label. Yes. Just like the Sex Pistols, but that's another story. <laughs> But but then you got all these indie labels, you know, like Rough Trade and stuff, and that's mm-hmm. where post punk gets started. But yeah, not but like with Paroo ubu some of those people were going on before punk rock even started. Totally, got like the DIY stuff from Britain. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think I think that yeah, that self copulation of your record collection uh, <laughs> is definitely saying you you all sound the same. Yeah. And, and Pretty shit. So, <laughs> like, I think that's what Mark's saying. Anyway.
1: I think so too. Okay. My question for you is: Do you have you heard and do you like the band These New Puritans? That you project?
0: know, I do, and it's weird because the way I came to them was somebody was like, "Oh, they sound like this Heat," or they have the same but ideas yeah, of this yeah, Heat. I could hear that they're bringing in all this stuff. Um, I do. There's that last album that they did. I haven't listened to that one as much.
1: Nah, me either. The first two are the yeah. Ones the that first really two are the into. ones I've listened yeah. to the
0: most. But yeah, I think I can. I do find it. I do find it interesting that they're called these new Puritans. Yeah. Um, especially, uh, I I don't know enough about them to like be to be able to make fun <laughs> of them or anything. It's just like. Their music is so like based in wh- whatever like modern classical or whatever, you know, like they kind of turned classical. into that. Yeah, because yeah. their
1: first record is much more like, like synth punky stuff, but like the second record they did <laughs> is when they started I like working that in that second album. A the lot. second album is I think the best thing they've done. But they yeah. started working in a lot of the classical elements and I remember hearing like the first single or whatever you want to call it, from that one on BBC six or something, and they're like, "You're never gonna believe what these Pur- Puritans sound like now." And they played them like, "Yeah, I would not have guessed that's the direction they would have gone." You're down. totally correct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and and I didn't have that. Like, I got them after, like, way after. Sure. I think might have been like 2010, whenever. I okay, that one. um but I did. I did find that really. I do like that second album a lot. Yeah. I'm not sure what. I haven't looked into like their name and what they were thinking. Do you know anything?
1: I about? don't know really. I just imagine there must be some connection in their minds, just because I, I. You know, you listen to them. That you know, you can kind of tell that they're Fall fans. I yeah, think yeah. there are some bands that you can just tell that, like Sleaford Mods, who you're talking we're, about. Right, right. Clearly, those guys listened to the Fall or bands who were influenced by them. Yeah, yeah. As they were coming up.
0: LCD sound system. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But no, yeah, I'll have to look that up because I do like them.